Welcome to the Bookkeeper's Voice, an informative and entertaining podcast for bookkeepers who love small business. Each week, Amy Hook explores new ideas and shares real-life stories along with inspiring guests from both inside and outside the bookkeeping industry. Every episode will leave you with a fresh perspective along with industry-specific tips and insights to help your business and your clients' businesses thrive. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Bookkeeper's Voice. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Angie, and once again, I am joined by our amazing superstar practice manager, Maya. Hi, Maya. Hello. Hello. So last week, we started our discussion on how bookkeepers can stay more organized in the digital age. So today I thought we would continue our conversation and discuss a bit more specifically the types of digital tools that are out there and can help us bookkeepers to keep up to date with client files and save us time on a daily basis because that's kind of what we're all about at Savvy, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So before we go too deep into the digital tools, I thought it would be great just to revisit why it's important to have an efficient digital filing system, because that's what we talked about last episode. And don't know if anyone would have noticed it's something that you and I are quite passionate about and we really (laughs) actually enjoy doing because we're a bit of nerds. But um, I thought I would just revisit that, you know, having a well-organized digital filing system can save your business time and money. It it really is amazing how much a poorly organized filing system can cost you in version of your time, which equals your money, and just an increased amount of frustration of not finding things. It can be a bit ridiculous. Um, in fact, I actually looked it up. Um, the average bookkeeper in Australia, now this is an Australia stat that I found, can lose up to two hours a week looking for misplaced documents and emails. Mm-hmm. That's an average bookkeeper. So there's people on either end of the spectrum. The spectrum I'm worried about is when you're spending more than two hours a week trying to find files and emails because this this (laughs) podcast series is aimed at reducing that average number for all bookkeepers in Australia and outside of Australia as well. Yes, absolutely. Because if you add up two hours a week for an entire year, that's a lot of time just searching for things. Hmm. Yeah. Especially like that could be time that you spend with your family or work on your own personal or business development or anything else you want to do in life. You could even take on a new client. Exactly. It's actually a lot of time. Get paid more. Exactly. So, you know, last week we went through and talked about how proper document manage can um, include, you know, store a storage plan you know actually planning out how your files should be looking actually going through and organizing the filing system for where Mm -hmm. things should be going you should have a retrieval plan aka a successful name namings like naming series yes naming convention that is going to help you 
reduce that two hours a week of trying to find things. So you always know what to search for. Exactly. The search, I, I don't know about anybody else, but I use my searching system and my filing so easy. And I do it because I'm actually a bit lazy, not because I can't find things, just because I want to find things quicker. So I'll just search for it to save me time. <laughs> actually, in so we use Google Drive and I use the Google Chrome browser and you don't even have to log into Google Drive mm. to access the files. You can type the file name in the browser search bar. And if you've worked on that file previously, it will just bring it up for you. It's amazing. I use that all the time. I It's my cheat. It's, it's just because I'm lazy or I'm in the midst of doing something else. And it just amazingly pops up for me. It's great. Um, so we also need to make sure that everyone has a backup process. This is really important when considering how many clients you have, you know, how long you have to keep their files for, for your business itself. It's just really important to think about. And we are going to be able to talk about that a little bit later in the episode today as well. And then we also discussed about the security, which we're also going to be able to discuss a little bit further in this episode in more detail about you bookkeepers. We keep a lot of sensitive information for our clients. So we want to make sure that we have a really well done security process instead of just having all of the files on our desktop computer in our documents folder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there are some incredible ways of increasing security for our clients now using dif digital applications. Um, so it's something that I would strongly suggest all bookkeepers to look into nowadays because it can just have you let you have a bit more of a peace of mind knowing that all of your clients sensitive information is safe. Which is handy because all you need is to be hacked once or have your desktop computer crash once and then not be able to retrieve any files from your clients to, to know that you never wanna experience that again. So first thing I thought we could go through today is something we talked a lot about last episode, but I do know some people aren't really aware of what it really is. So cloud-based file management, since we're in the digital age, more and more of us are working on digital files, so it can all be stored in the quote unquote cloud, the amazing cloud. Um, it allows us more ways to stay connected to our remote teams, our virtual clients, and it just allows us a bit more freedom when considering our own businesses and working and the work-life balance. So I thought it would be really great for us to discuss what they are, which the main base ones are, you know, Google Drive, OneDrive, Dropbox, and kind of just talk about why we love them for bookkeepers, whether, and this is if you're a digital bookkeeper or not, if you go into clients' offices, these cloud-based systems are still amazing because you are still mobile working at other people's offices, typically on your own laptop. Hmm. So these are still super, super awesome to be able to work with. So what I thought I would, you know, kind of chat with you, because again, you're kind of the expert in getting us 
and all of our clients actually on cloud-based systems because all of the client work you do is all virtual, of course. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought it would be really great. You know, are there any questions or anything that you commonly get from our clients that might help our listeners understand a bit more about how these systems work? Um, well, I think that one thing that I've noticed is people who use a Word doc are not familiar with the process that we use using Google Docs, where we can collaborate on the same document at the same time from different locations. And you can see uh, the changes that we're making, like when we're mentoring clients with their business mm. plan and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we can both access the same document and do it at the same time. Whereas with a Word doc, um, it just makes it so much more difficult when you have to save, save it, send it, it and save then send it, it. Send it. Yeah. <laughs> and that that has been something that's come up before where people have asked can i have it in a word doc version because i don't use google docs and i'm like no <laughs> 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 because that will just make it more difficult for everyone <laughs> I love that. No. <laughs> well, yeah, there was one time that I did do it for someone, but generally, no, it's just, you need to embrace cloud documents. Even um, like OneDrive is the, the Microsoft one. So you mm. can actually get an online Word doc version now. Yeah, it's where the you can same. Sync it the same as Google Docs. Yeah, it's the same actual, like I know some people are really um, loyal to Word finally like word actual systems but and it's actually fine. the same it's just they've put the one that's for desktops they've put it virtual based so it's mm. the exact same layout when you're in it it doesn't look any different it just has some extra little bits that you can see if someone else is on it yeah so it so yeah microsoft word and the whole microsoft office like Excel and everything, they all have their online version now as well. Mm -hmm. So if you do want to stick with Word uh, with Microsoft, um, definitely would recommend, OneDrive. yeah, OneDrive, yeah. Uh, which is the, the Google equivalent for Microsoft. Um, and yeah, it will do all of the exact same things. And you don't have to save a copy of it and then send it to someone and then have multiple versions. Yeah. Uh, version control used to be such an issue with me before I went all virtual. It was such a headache, an ongoing mm. issue. Um, no, and the thing that, you know, some of our listeners might think, yeah, that's great and all to do for business plans, but I really don't do that with my clients. But you do, you just use things more like Excel where let's say you're having an annual or quarterly or semi-annual semi meeting with your clients and you want to review their figures. And this gives you the option to screen share or both look at the same document that you've prepared for them and actually review it together. Mm -hmm. um, it's a really great way to be able to do things like that. And it also helps you, let's say, if you have a contractor or an employee who is either in a different time zone or which can happen in Australia in a different time zone, or if it's, you know, 
in a different country or anything like that. Um, being able to work on something together as a team at the same time is incredible. And those kind of virtual based Microsoft Word or Google Docs, whatever you use, are just really, really handy um, to make things all in one place, quote unquote, localized, but accessible to everyone, which is great. And not even just for a remote team, but even if you're in the same office, you're all working on mm. different computers. Mm. So it still makes more sense to use the cloud-based versions instead of sharing the documents between each computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely Even if you're in the same that. office, even if you use the same desk, yeah, it still makes more sense to use the ones that have the collaboration options and yeah especially you know what if one of your employees have a sick kid and one of you guys have to work from home one day because you're not sick they're sick you can still do a little bit of work you don't want to be tied down and go oh I can't do any work today because it's all on my work computer which is in the office which especially considering what we all just went through in the last (laughs) year with COVID that would have been a big issue (laughs) for a lot of people. Um, It makes it just so much easier. And it does allow, if you do do face-to-face work with your clients, it allows you to bring your own computer, your own laptop, or if you can just sign in through your email or something and access it directly through their computers, it just makes it so much easier to be able to do all the work that you need to, to provide them a better service really and then there's people who don't have a team Mm -hmm. who just work on their own but it still would be the best option for you because it makes it easier to share any reports or anything with clients Mm -hmm. and it gives you that flexibility if you're if you're a one-person business you can take your laptop and go and work when you're on like mm-hmm. from from a holiday house or on vacation or something, if you have to go visit your parents or family, you can take your laptop and work from there and not have to transfer all the files from your desktop computer onto your so laptop. So much easier. So much easier. I, I know I loved it when I went over to Canada for an entire month. I did my same hours. I just worked in a it was this yeah exact same hours it was just my evenings in Canada instead of mornings that I worked no one knew from the clients that I worked with and it was fantastic because I had everything just on my laptop it was so easy and I didn't have to prepare anything for leaving I just knew I had my laptop and I was good to go you can even access it from an iPad yeah or your phone if you yeah, really I did it. yeah there were certain times when there was like a client emergency or something and I wasn't meant to be working but I just sat down got my phone out and did what I needed to do and then went on with my day mm-hmm. it made my holidays so much less stressful <laughs> it was great um another thing that we've mentioned we mentioned last episode um as well is that being able to retrieve old versions of documents. Now, Mm. 
this doesn't have to happen often, but when it does have to happen, it's usually due to an emergency. So it makes it a lot less stressful knowing that you're in these cloud-based softwares that easily can retrieve older versions without you having to panic and going to a computer guy. I know when I was younger doing essays for school and my laptop would crash or Word would crash and then I couldn't access my older versions of my um, like different works that I was doing for school. I would freak out and it was a very stressful thing where now if something happens, you can just click a button and see all the different versions. And that goes for Dropbox, it goes for any of them. It makes it so handy to push that back button. Yeah. Yeah. It's a so higher easy. level no of that back button. <gasps> I lost everything. Yeah. No, none of that ever. Yeah. And I love too how the cloud based software systems also save as you go. You don't mm -hmm. actually have to push save anymore because I am never need horrible at that. I'm so bad. Uh, I'll do hours of work on Microsoft and I'll forget to push save and then it will crash and I'll be like, oh no. And then it's like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. I'm working in Dropbox. Dropbox has saved it for me. It's mm -hmm. fine, which is a big big really good thing when big really do, good thing. big really good thing like I've had so many scary moments where I've gone oh no I haven't saved yeah and they just do it automatically and they make it super easy to retrieve your files especially I think I mentioned it last week on how my partner's business um, my assistant accidentally deleted everything yeah in a working folder which is over um, I think they're almost at 200 or they're over 200 clients and he deleted everything. Um, bit of a stressful situation at the time, but we easily went, okay, well, we know Dropbox saves everything and has a backup of everything. So we just stopped the deletion because you can do that on cloud-based software as well. You can just stop it. And then we just reversed it and it was fixed in 30 minutes where if you did that on your computer, there was no going back from there if it was on your computer. <laughs> yeah. So, so something that big wouldn't get put in your trash. It would be automatically deleted. No, it would deleted. just it automatically deleted. Yeah. So thankfully, cloud-based softwares have much more storage space to allow for those kind of oops, which those oops happen. Hmm. They do. They just happen. Um Another thing that we use a lot with Savvy is the password protected, well, actually Savvy and off the hook, is the password protected files in the permission level as well. Mm. Um, those are like really important, especially for bookkeepers. You know, I, I think a lot of bookkeepers forget how much personal information they have of the businesses they work with in the business owners, especially if you're working with solopreneurs they are, work for themselves they have their own business you typically know a lot about their personal life as well as their business life um, so you have a lot of sensitive information and the more you can say i've your information is secure with me 
you know, you don't have to worry about anything getting hacked or any anyone accidentally getting into your file because we have a system that specifically protects it for you. It does a lot of ease for your clients, um, which again, I just really love about cloud-based software. Um, do you want to give some examples? Because I don't work so much with the clients at Off the Hook, um, but do you want to give some examples on the different passwords and permission levels that they use with, um, well, I guess that would be a Sharon question, wouldn't it? Because yeah. Sharon does those reportings with them. Yeah. Well, I know because Sharon and I have talked about it. Um, she will because she her because she loves her spreadsheets so much mm -hmm. i know that she gives them access to the excel documents and everything that she uses but she doesn't give them editing mm, she only, only access yeah she only gives them read access so that they can't mess anything up yeah um which when you're using you know highly intense different spreadsheet reporting softwares, um, you definitely want to be able to share documents with your clients because it's their information and it, they're allowed to have those documents. But you might not want to give them access to be able to edit it because if they break it and you don't know or they don't tell you, it could be a big issue. <laughs> yeah. And one that you might not pick up for a couple quarters maybe. Um, so I know we do that with off the hook. Um, I guess with the password protected files, we use that more at savvy, the two of us, than we do with off the hook because we don't deal with clients. So when I'm talking about the password protected, it's, you know, allowing our clients to have certain acts like access to some things and not access to other things. Mm -hmm. So there's certain things that we you know, obviously we work with our clients with some things, but for our, you know, IP or things like that behind the scenes that every bookkeeper has, you don't need to share that with your clients and you don't even need to share that with all of your employees. You just give them access to when you want to and where you want to. And cloud-based softwares are really great at doing that on how you just give certain folders certain access. So if you have a contractor who works with you only once in a while or a VA, let's say you have a VA and the VA only works on, you know, social media things. They don't work with anything to do with clients. So they shouldn't have access to any of the client information. Don't give them access to that file. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it so much easier. It just, it really helps to get those things really organized, um, which is pretty awesome. I really love it. But the one thing that we haven't mentioned, and we actually mentioned it when we were talking before the podcast, is how all of it can just really help reduce your stress and reduce how hectic your days can be. You know, sometimes you have days where you have to go pick up the kids from school, go to appointments, travel for work, stop working because there was a leak in your bathroom or something blew up or 
I know with Sharon, a horse got out of the stables or, you know, me, my rabbit started to chew a box or cord that he shouldn't you know things happen for me our power went out yesterday for like five hours because they were doing maintenance on it so that was my day yeah these these kind of cloud-based applications allow you to pick up and go you can go to a coffee shop you can do work in your car when you're waiting for your kids to get into Mm -hmm. the car whether on your phone your tablet your laptop anything Um, it just makes your life so much easier and there are also ways because you know once you get it on your phone then you check it all the time you can just turn the alerts off at certain times of the day so you're not getting notifications or updates when you're not working yeah which is great it's awesome so the other kind of tools that we use a lot at Savvy and I would love to see the bookkeeping industry to use more is personal assistant apps. These things are amazing, guys. I would Hmm. love you after this episode to just start researching different ones that you love and different ones that will help save you just so much time and stress and help you be so much more productive, productive throughout the day. And before we yeah. before we start, we're going to mention a lot of different things here. And for each sort of category, we've got a bunch of different yes. apps that we can talk There's about. So many options. So please don't get overwhelmed with all of these suggestions. Uh, I would suggest pick one that you know one. you're missing that yeah. sort of category of assistance and try to find something that you like from that list and then move on to something else after you've implemented the one. Don't get freaked out by, ah, I have to do all these apps and I don't know anything about apps. I don't want to learn new things. Just learn one new thing, just one. Yeah. And then when you know it, learn another one. Yeah, such a good tip. And also don't forget guys, for these podcasts, we do have blog write-ups that are done to partner with the actual sessions that we do on the bookkeeper's voice so what you'll be able to do is we're going to have all of these different apps that we're going to be talking about listed in the podcast and the podcast notes transcript and in the blog so you'll be able to go through and click through and learn a little bit more about them as well so if you miss the name of one or something don't worry it will be in the podcast notes transcript and the blog as well so First off, do you want to go? Yeah, sure. So first off, we're going to talk about calendar apps. Yes. I wish that we could get a raise of hands from everybody listening. (laughs) Who uses a calendar app and who doesn't? Mm Because if you don't. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, how do you (laughs) stay organized? you've got client meetings when do you how do you know that you have a client meeting how do you know that you have an initial consult if it's not in a calendar app I that's a genuine question and I don't know you can't answer me but yeah how do you do it I couldn't I couldn't live without it 
my even today you forgot about us doing this podcast until it came up on your calendar app to tell you we were doing it (laughs) exactly I was about to start working on something else and then I got a notification to say I was meeting with Angie in 10 minutes and I thought oh right okay I guess I'll do that instead (laughs) (laughs) yeah no I would love actually I would love some feedback guys in because we always post this in our um, iHeart bookkeeping Facebook group. Just once we share this podcast out to the Facebook group, do a little call out to say, yes, you use an app, a calendar app, or no, you don't. Just so we can get kind of that show of hands because we, the two of us, live off of our calendar apps. Hmm. Like I do it personally as well. If it's not in the app, it doesn't happen in my house. Like even grocery shopping. If it's not Mm. in it, we don't do it. We forget and we plan other things to do. And then we just don't get groceries. And then it's an ongoing issue of that. We have no food. Uh, I would love to learn how people live without calendar apps. Because I wouldn't. Yeah. I I think that. I mean, I could be wrong, but I think that people who live without calendar apps would find life to be a lot better if they lived with a calendar app. Agreed. Yeah. I, I could be wrong. Maybe it just really doesn't work for you to have a calendar app. But for most people, I think, especially running a business, yeah, running a business where you have to have meetings and talk to clients and schedule things in. Yeah. And you, you can't miss those meetings. Like they're mm. important. So how, how do you remember? Do you like have it written down in a diary and then just continually check your clock so you don't forget? I don't know. Because that would just be very distracting for me. I would forget. I forget. I'm very forgetful. Yeah. I have I have a lot of capacity in my brain to remember things, but I don't always remember the things that are the most important. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Now, and I, to be honest, uh, the, the other day I was talking to a new Savvy member and we were discussing, you know, questions she had about the membership. And she was like, you know, you're just always right on time calling me. She's like, how, how do you do that? And I was honest to her. I was like, I have a reminder in my phone to call someone. <laughs> I have it two reminders, 10 minutes away and then five minutes away so that I have enough time to open up their client profile and then mm-hmm. call them. I push the button and call them at that right time. I could never keep any of the appointments if I didn't have those reminders at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too. If I have to meet with a client, I the the Google Calendar app automatically sends you a reminder 10 minutes before mm. anyway. So that gives me enough time to open up the business plan or open up my last email with this person to figure out what it is that I'm supposed to be talking about so I can open some tabs in my computer and have information ready to go I don't do preparation before that unless (laughs) unless I need to unless it's a big topic yeah but besides that I check in 10 minutes beforehand and make sure I'm ready to go yeah no and that's to be honest for most meetings you should only have to do 10 minutes of prep beforehand if you're needing more than 10 minutes prep beforehand that means probably your organization system 
needs to be a bit more organized because you're having issues finding things or something. But um, some calendar apps that Android and so team Android and team iOS, because I know, you know, I, I'm team Android all the way. Um, Amy's kind of in the middle right now because she yeah, was she's team always iOS. Apple, yeah, she's always been Apple and now she's kind of coming to She recently got a Windows laptop. Wow, I'm quite excited. Yeah. Um, but And then I'm the opposite. I, yeah. I'm all Windows at the moment, but... I'm going, going to be switching to Apple over the next year or two. Mm -hmm. so that's exciting. Yeah. And expensive. So <laughs> it, is. it is. But there's so many apps that, so there's the Google Calendar app. That one mm -hmm. works for either. Outlook yep. can work for either. There's yeah. calendar.com works for either. Google, um, Apple Calendar obviously is for apples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's so many different apps that are out there. And, and I they... actually have multiple on my phone because mm. I only have that because I like to keep a personal one completely separate. Well, I have the, I, I have about five different Google logins yes yeah, between same. yeah I have two different ones for savvy and then I have one for off the hook and then I have my personal one and I'm sure I have another one somewhere yeah for something um so I just have but they're all Google so mm. my personal one is Google and is my own Gmail email and then I have the savvy ones so I have the Google calendar app on my phone and I have an Android phone, so I made it into a widget thing. So the whole calendar, I can see the whole month on the one Same. screen on my phone. Oh, I do a great. week. I do the week. I don't mm. do the month. I do a week because I have so many appointments. Um, and then you can add other calendars to it as well. So I can toggle it on and off whether I want to see just my personal stuff or just the savvy stuff or both together on the same screen. So that makes it really handy when I open the app on my phone. If you know if it's, it's all there. the weekend, I don't want to look at savvy or Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you can switch between the two. If you've got logins for the same um the same app with diff, you know, with work and personal. But then I guess I've never used calendar.com, but I, I assume have. for that, can you have a Gmail and an Outlook that both yeah. have the same calendar? Yes. That's cool. Yeah, that's why I have, I don't have the calendar.com. I have another one. Um, I don't remember what it's called right now, but I combine my, so I have Google accounts. I have like you, I think I have like six between my personal business as well mm -hmm. and personal. And then I also have a Hotmail one that I have um, for more official things that are just, it's really old and I get a lot of like important emails to there and mm. stuff um so I get appointments through there as well um so I combine them all and then I also have things like um Facebook events that I have to actually attend or I'm actually organizing um for either friends or professional reasons so I link that all in together as well um, and so that's pretty handy, but I do have it, like you said, on the one widget, it's just, I have multiple. So sometimes if 
like sometimes it's something really important. I'll get three different apps reminding me to do something, mm-hmm. but I have them all set at different times, yeah. which is super handy. So if it's something that's like a really big deal, um, I'll have one app that tells me the day before, and then I have another app that tells me half an hour, and then I have another app that tells me 10 minutes before. Yeah. If it's something I can't forget, yeah, I will set extra reminders for it 30 minutes and an hour, two yeah. hours before. <laughs> yeah, do so not I'll, forget this thing. Yeah, I do do that um, just in case it's something that's really important. And I just sometimes my memory is just not there it just doesn't Mm. happen on busy days so I love that with calendar apps another thing I really like and I know again I would love to have a show of hands for how many people use scheduling apps yeah because scheduling apps and calendar apps are not the same guys just just a little same but It's a great segue into the next topic because having a calendar app means that having a scheduling app works so much better and makes so much more sense. You, they're separate things, but you can't really have Have one one without the other. So the reason for that is that if you use a scheduling app, so we use Acuity or Calendly is also really popular. They're probably the most popular too. Yeah. Then you have a calendar when you log into the scheduling app and it will show all of your appointments. But all of those appointments will sync to your personal or business calendar app, the one we were talking about just before. And if you get, you know, an appointment or you have to take a day off for whatever reason, you can block it out on your own calendar app and it will sync to the scheduling app so no one can book you in for that day. It's amazing, guys. It's magic. <laughs> it's so good. It's it's amazing. And scheduling apps can also then be, be integrated into your client management softwares they can be integrated into your website and everything so if you want your clients to be able to book in with you just Mm -hmm. really easily with those blocked out times or just the times that they're available to book in you can easily do that with the scheduling apps and it just saves so much time instead of emailing back and forth or calling and being like, oh, this time doesn't work for me. What about this time for you? Oh, no, that doesn't mm. work for you. All oh, The back and forth is such so a waste much. and it's so annoying. Such a waste of time. Mm. The, the, always... You don't need to waste that time. If you yeah. have a scheduling app, you put in your availability and then you just send them a link and say book in when, when it suits you. I always say, you know, if anyone has a question um, when it's savvy, anyone has a question, I'm always just like, Here's my booking link. You can see when I'm available. Please book in at a time that best suits your schedule because Mm -hmm. bookkeepers are busy. Once I know they're not busy and they can have a chat with me, then I'll call them. It's so much better. And it goes for bookkeepers as well. Your clients are busy. They run their own businesses. Once you know that you can call them and they're actually going to be able to talk to you, those calls are 10 times more productive than if you were to just call them willy nilly Mm -hmm. because they know that you're going to call them and they know what you're calling them about. 
it saves yeah. a lot of time for both of you. So the apps actually are for savvy. They're lifesavers. <laughs> also for for initial consults, mm. if you get someone contact you maybe through a referral mm. or if they message you on Instagram or Facebook or something like that and you don't have any of their contact details, so you can't get, just give them a call. You can't just send mm. them an email if they message you through social media. So if you just send them your booking link because any any of these apps, these scheduling apps will give you a link that you can just copy and send to anybody. And when they click on the link, they see your calendar, they can book in. So if you just send your link to them and say, here you go, here's my booking link, you can book in, it will save you so much back and forth trying to figure out a time. Mm -hmm. And you don't need to ask for their contact details in the messaging app. And you're probably more likely to get the initial consult meeting with that person compared to if you did have to do back and forth and then they messaged somebody else that it had a simpler process and then they then you lost that potential client. Yeah. People want things that are easy. Mm. <laughs> okay. Um, that's the biggest thing, especially most of your clients now, especially initial consults, they're probably doing things on their phone while they're working. So if you can send them just a simple click and then they can fill in four things like their name, their email, their phone number, their you know, first name, last name, email, phone number. That's why it was four things. Um, that just saves them so much time. And it also gives you a really professional look that you do this. This is what you do. You want to speak with them. You are making it easy for them to do this. This is, this is how you run your business. It makes you look really organized and it makes them feel really organized because now it goes in their calendar app and they get reminders that they're having that appointment with you as well because they get email reminders when it's done through a scheduling app which is amazing yes 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 exactly. yes it's super handy so definitely suggest if you guys haven't gone through any scheduling apps we've already mentioned the one that we use acuity there's calendarly there's doodle which i just like the word doodle um, it's, a, it's a pretty handy app. Um, I've only used it once, but it's pretty good. It's pretty popular within um, the bookkeeping industry as well. And appointment I always say that wrong. Appointee is appointee? what you is it, is it appointee? Okay, so that's how it's set. That's how it's written. So it's appointee. So that one's another one that's really popular. Also, it's Calendly. Yeah, I always, the, uh, I always do the er. I can't. Sometimes, guys, I have issues saying things. I don't know if you've noticed that. Um, but yeah, so those ones are some of the top ones that are the most suited for bookkeeping. But if you guys use another one, it doesn't matter as long as it works. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Those are just the ones that I thought I'd suggest. Um, it's amazing, though, and it really makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. Now, the next one I thought we could talk through, pretty much everyone already knows this, but... I also want to do a show of hands. How many of you use client communication apps? Did you know that means Gmail, Outlook, Airmail, whatever email that you use? Did you guys I'm know gonna, that those are apps? 
I'm going to go out on a limb and say probably everybody uses some kind of email app. Yes, but do they know it's an app? <laughs> <laughs> because I think if they use it from their phone, they know it's an app. Yes. But if they only ever use it from their computer, then maybe not. That's my thing. So what's really great about all of these apps and the reason why they were created into apps because Outlook wasn't always like an app. It no. was an actual embedded system. So it was, you know, airmail. Oh my God, that was, that used to be just a monster in itself. Um, I, I used to hate using it back in the day. Um, but these are actually apps that you can access anywhere and everywhere. It doesn't have to be on your desktop computer. It can be on your laptop. It can be on your phone. It can be on your tablet. It could be on someone else's computer, tablet, or phone. These are communication ways that you can go in and access remotely. Mm -hmm. They're meant to be used like that. Um, they're really handy. <laughs> and all of these systems have more ways of communicating with your clients than just email. That's the big thing. So many apps have more than one purpose. So Gmail app, you have your calendar app built in, you have your Google Docs and Excels built in as well. You have a heap of different ways of communicating. You even have things like Hangouts now that you can go and do a different way of Zoom meeting built in through your email apps. So there's so many new ways that you can actually use them. I actually support um, my partner's business. He uses Gmail and he uses ClickUp those two apps integrate. So if a task comes in through an email, all you have to do is click a button and then it goes in and creates a task in his task management software. Just at a click of a button, I don't have to do anything else. It's I think very our, handy. Our project management app that we use, Teamwork, does the same thing. Mm, I just haven't used it yet. No, I never use it, but it yeah. has it. But it has that Amy feature. Uses it. Yes, she does. Yeah, you're right. She does. Um, but so they all do that as well. So since you're right, pretty much everyone uses one of the apps out there. Maybe have a little peek one day when you're watching TV or just relaxing and go through and see what other options are available in your app that might save you time and effort in your day. Just a little tidbit. My next bit of technology or tools, digital tools, I thought you could talk about this a little bit more because you've spent a lot of time with Amy and reviewing time management apps. Um, <laughs> and you are probably the most productive one on our entire team. So I thought it would be great for you to chat through some time management apps that are out there and how they can be super beneficial. Sure. Yeah. And not just time management, but uh, this list also includes productivity apps, which yes. Yes. are slightly different. And I'm sorry if you can hear someone mowing in my background. <laughs> um, I was trying to mute my microphone, but now I have to speak. Right, you guys. Um, 
yeah, so time management apps and productivity apps, they can be the same thing or they can be different things. Um, and some of them can, you can have two different apps and they can work together. So this this will be interesting. Um, so yeah, these apps are designed to help you organize your day and keep track of how you spend your time and you know, encouraging you to focus on the tasks that are the most important rather than just whatever comes to your mind at the time or doing all the small unimportant tasks instead of the big important tasks. That we always tend to put off. Yeah, always. It doesn't matter how productive you are, you always put off. I'm so sorry about that noise. <laughs> um, you always... Can you please talk about this? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Maya was about to break out laughing because of the mowing in her background. Um, sorry about that. Gotta love live recording sessions. They're always a heap of fun. So what she was in the midst of saying is that these kinds of software really encourage you to stay on track and focus on what you need to get done that day so that you're being as productive as possible while getting things done and kind of still having someone helping you to do the things you want to do even if you don't want to do them which as business owners one thing that we always kind of have trouble with is we want to do what we want to do and not the things that we don't really want to do so then we put them off and then they never get done so these apps are amazing I've written a couple down there's to-do list which is simply just a app to write down your to-do list it's exactly what it sounds like it you write down the things that you need to be done and then you check them off when they're done there's focus booster which is a more of a phone app which is pretty cool. Um, it just helps you again. It's just a task app where you go through and you can write down the tasks that you need to focus on. And then it helps you basically just focus on that one task and then move on to the next once you're done. There's ClickUp, which we have mentioned quite a bit in the past, which does um, the task management as well. Uh, there's Asana, which a lot of bookkeepers use. There's Toggle, which is a time management app, which is exactly, I actually really love the name of this one because you can toggle through the different um, tasks that you have to do and it keeps track of what you're doing. There's Trello, which again, a lot of bookkeepers use in the industry. We use Teamwork because Teamwork does everything all in one. Um, which makes it just really easy for us as a team since we really try and be as productive as humanly possible um, at Savvy and off the hook. But all of these applications help you track your speed of what you're actually doing. So how long it's taking you to do these tasks so that in the future you can look at them for your clients again and go, okay, so last time it took me five hours to do this client's bass. So I can assume it's going to take me five hours to do their bass this quarter. So I should be charging them this much on average 
for their basses ongoing as a package price kind of thing. Um, it makes it really easy. Also it helps you if you hire on someone, a new team member, your first team member or a new team member to say, okay, so this task should take you five hours to do your, this client's bass. If it takes them less, awesome, let's find out why. If it takes them longer, okay, let's find out why. So that you guys can really assess to make sure the right person is doing the right job, or if there's something that's been missed in the past, it's just really great to kind of figure out what's going on there. Plus, and, yeah, go ahead. And the fact that they are productivity apps as well means all of your list of tasks are already in there. So when you hire on someone new, you just give them access and say, this is the oh. stuff that you have to do. Um, it also helps yourself with your monthly, quarterly, weekly, daily, whatever processes that you go through. So you don't have to remember, what do I do after I do this? Or yeah. when, like, have I done this yet or not? It's all just there. You don't have to remember. We're trying to minimize the amount of stuff that you pack into your brain and carry around with you every day. So this, these apps are perfect for that. Yes. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is that ones like ClickUp, Asana and Trello, they're great for tasks. And ClickUp is actually kind of similar to Teamwork, the one that we use. Mm, but It is. Slightly different. It's quite different, actually, but it has a lot of the same features, features. and functionality. So that's cool. But they don't necessarily have a built-in time tracker, mm. but they sync with Toggle. And yes. Toggle is free. Um, and Toggle actually, um, rebranded itself recently. So the, the time oh, tracker yeah, app right. is called Toggle Track specifically. And they also have another app within the Toggle brand that's called Toggle Plan, which we should add to this list yes. because it's actually really great, especially for team collaboration, um, to work on projects and with clients. And obviously that syncs with the Toggle Track app. So you have the plan app that has all your tasks and projects in it. And then you have the track app, which tracks your time. And then if you go into Trello or Asana or ClickUp, and if you have a toggle account, which it's free, then you can actually use toggle from within these other apps and you can have your task list in Trello or your task list in Asana or ClickUp and use Toggle to track your time. So then you can go into Toggle and you can see a nice report of all your time and the breakdown of the different projects that you spent your time on. Yes, so that's it's great. how they integrate together. Um, and I also just really like the time tracking app I, I use toggle obviously um <laughs> yes I mean, you love for, toggle <laughs> yeah for savvy we use and off the hook we use the the, the built-in one for teamwork but if i i use toggle to track my time for stuff just on random stuff that isn't even work related mm. because sometimes it's nice to know how long you spend on something if you want to spend you know if if you've got like a personal project that you want to work on you want to make sure that you spend this amount of time on it each day or each week or something a time tracking app is perfect for that or if you think you spend too much time on social media 
maybe turn your tracking app on when you go on to social media and then check back when you finish (laughs) and see how much time you spent on it. So it can give you some really interesting insights for that as well. Um, It doesn't just have to be used for tracking billable time for clients. You can use it for all kinds of different things just to see how much time you spent on something. Yeah. And it's also, you mentioned something really important. Most of these platforms have a free option. Mm. We are not saying that you guys need to go out and spend a fortune in these digital tools. Most of them are completely free. Yeah. I don't think teamwork, the one that we use has a free version, but I'm pretty sure all the rest of everything else does do. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, all the ones except for teamwork does. Um, Teamwork is just exactly what it sounds like. It's built for teams. It's Mm. built for just that higher level, but all of the other ones um, that we mentioned, and again, will be in the podcast notes and will (laughs) be in the blog. They all have the free plans for you, which is just really handy. Um, and really important as well you know it's and the ones that I've used which are most of the ones on this list um the free version is plenty good enough for most things that you would want to do especially if you don't have a team Mm. then the free version will definitely be enough yeah, I there's many things that I use professionally for multiple clients and I just use the free version and I know what's out there for the other versions, but I'm not missing anything, so I don't need to upgrade at all. So the free versions for a lot of organization softwares are actually really impressive and they do that on purpose because it's important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so... I hope you guys learned a couple things today and um, had a bit of fun of us oogling over software and tools that we love. Yeah. I just wanted to say a couple of people did comment about the calendar app thing. Oh, yeah. Um, and, And one person said that they use a diary. And I do actually like using a diary as well, like a paper planner. Um, but I, I try to go back to to it. I try to go back. I go back to it. I like to keep a to-do list there. I've tried a bunch of different ways of using it because I do really like it. But the one thing it doesn't do is remind me of stuff in the middle of the day when I'm focused on my work and there's something, I have an appointment or I have a podcast with Angie that, yeah, I might've looked at it at eight o'clock this morning and seen I have that on this afternoon. When it gets to the afternoon, I don't remember. And it's not, and my paper planner is not going to remind me. Yeah. That's the thing. Unless and I look at it and I never remember to look at it during Some the day. days there's days where you just lose three hours in your work. Mm. And if you're not watching the time, you will miss that client consults or that client meeting or picking your kid up from school or something. You know, things happen. So having, like you do, you and um, Amy both do the physical planners or yeah, diaries yeah. and you yeah, do that. I'm not saying not yeah. to do that. I really yeah. like doing that, but it would not work for me just on its own. I have to have the calendar for the stuff that is for a specific time that I have to be there and I can't miss it. Mm. That has to go on a digital calendar so I can get a reminder. Agreed. 
Agreed. Mm -hmm. So as you guys can tell, there are heaps of tools out there that can help you stay organized on time, showing up when you need to show up, (laughs) saving you time, money, and just supporting you being Mm. that it's almost kind of like that assistant that's supporting you to help support your clients. It's that invisible assistant being like, oh, hey, didn't you have that meeting with so-and-so today? Don't you (laughs) need to kind of open that document up to get ready for that? Yeah. Hey, come on, wrap this up and get back to what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And like I said in the beginning, don't feel overwhelmed with this multitude of information we've just given you. Just pick one where you know you might not be Mm. working as efficiently in that area as you could be. Mm -hmm. Fix up that one area, trial an app, trial a different app, see what works for you, see what you like. And figure that out and then move on to something else. And if you want to learn more about, because this all really comes into creating your task lists and knowing your priorities. Um, If you want to learn more about that, please feel free to check out our resource list in this episode's description um, on our actual website, which is the SavvyBookkeeper.com. In it, we have, I have a couple different podcasts that Maya has done in the past and a blog that she's done as well for learning how to do your goals for bookkeepers. They're both in relation to the priorities masterclass that we worked on together to really just work out that time blocking that we mentioned for calendar apps and scheduling apps and really helping you realize what the main priorities are for each day or each week or each quarter (laughs) that are for you. We also have a new product that Maya launched. Uh, Was it last week or the week before? Last week. Was it last week? Um, Which ties in with the task management and time management that we talked about is we are going to be starting to bring out some processes, bookkeeping processes. So what you can do is instead of trying to write down all of your processes, you can grab these processes, put them in your time management or task management applications and go through them. So again, you don't have to remember what you're actually doing. If your kid comes over and breaks a glass right in front of you Um, you can stop what you're doing then come back and don't need to go oh what was I in the middle of you can go back to your tasks and actually see where you're up to Um, also makes it so easy to give the tasks to somebody else exactly Yes. So we so far have our onboarding process done this Um, is for onboarding new clients not the sales process it's for after they sign the proposal after they're signed up yes they're going to be working with you this is the process that we've created and we use at off the hook Mm. um, to make sure that you have a really successful onboarding experience for yourself and for your client with minimal amount of work that you have to do yourself (laughs) yeah yeah basically making it as easy as possible Email templates and checklists and all that stuff. Yeah, going through, yep, I've done this, I've done that, I've done this. Um, It just gives you some additional tools and tips to getting organized and um, getting on with your day, basically. That's what 
digital software and tools are all about and staying organized. So uh, do you have any other words of wisdom about digital tools? I think I've given enough words of wisdom yeah. today. I love your <laughs> words of wisdom. They're amazing. <laughs> awesome. So until next time, guys, still stay safe, sane, and savvy. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Bookkeeper's Voice. We'll be back next week, so subscribe to future episode notifications. Do you want to be more efficient? Get instant access to our free template of the month. Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au slash freebie. Would you love to connect with other savvy bookkeepers to get support and ideas? Join the Savvy Bookkeeper Facebook group. Do you need help with pricing, marketing, web design or business planning? Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au to see our services. Until next time, stay savvy.